You're listening to a Mint podcast brought to you by HD Smartcast. It's that time of the year again. We are eagerly waiting for the budget and what tax ops it will offer. Since this is an election year, it is expected that the government may try to boot the taxpayers. In a conversation with Mayank Mohanka, who's the founder of Tax Aram India and a partner at SM Mohanka and Associates, I'll tell you what to expect from the budget this year. Hi, I'm Shipra from Mint's personal finance team and welcome back to Why Not Mint Money. Welcome to Why Not Mint Money, a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth. So let's get started with your money journey. Hi Mayank, welcome to Why Not Mint Money. Hello Shipra, it is always very exciting to be on Mint's podcast. So you're excited about the budget? Yes, Shipra, I am excited. But nonetheless, uh, our Honorable FM has clarified that on February 1, it is only going to be a vote on account. And so no major uh, spectacular budget announcements are expected. Right. But still, the excitement is there. Right. So uh, whenever the budget is being announced, do you sit throughout the announcement or do you only look after the highlights after it is announced and, uh, you know, done? Yeah, Shipra, since last three years or so, I have seen the full uh, pitch of the Honorable FM and have heard it and everything. So, right from 10 o'clock till 12 o'clock or 12.30 o'clock, I sat there and hear all the announcements. Right, right. Interesting. So, do you also live tweet like, you know, some of the journalists and other people do? No, uh, uh, that I'm not very fast (laughs) regarding that. I can just listen and... Uh, understand the things and uh, later on I contribute through my articles. Right. So like you said Mayang that uh, since it's an interim budget and you know the finance minister has already hinted that one should not expect any major announcement but the other argument that is going around is that you know you can expect the budget to have mega tax ops because the government might try to woo the salaried middle class before the elections. Do you think that could happen? Uh, Shipra our FM has already clarified that on this February 1, this is going to be a vote on account only and not right. a full-fledged budget. And uh, they have to adhere to the code of conduct prescribed by the election commission. So I don't think that there will be any mega tax exemptions announcements. Uh, they, uh, they can do so. In right. 2019, uh, in 2019 also, I remember uh, that the interim budget was being passed by Honorable Piyush Goelji. Yeah. There, one uh, uh, big announcement was being made regarding that allowability of tax rebate of 5 yeah. lakhs. Yeah, 5 yeah, lakhs, there will not be any income tax. That's right. So, but uh, having said it, so uh, I don't think that uh, the government can take that much liberty which it has in a, a full fledged budget because we are in the election year and definitely the guidelines of the election commission are to be adhered to. Right. So, you but don't. None, uh, you yeah, don't see yeah. the same playing out this year, what happened in 2019, something similar. Uh, that may happen, but already the government, uh, in my personal opinion, is already uh, quite popular. And especially after this uh, Sri Ramji Pratishtha. So I don't right. think that they will be requiring major tax uh, soaps to woo the general people. Right. Okay. So Mayam, what we saw in the last budget, in fact, what we've been seeing you know, for the past four years since the introduction of the new tax regime is that the government is incentivizing the new regime to push taxpayers to switch it. 
So even if there are going to be some tax swaps, do you think that those could only be limited to the new tax regime? Yeah, that may so happen because, as you have rightly pointed out, that the government uh, in the last budget also has incentivized the new regime and uh, is trying more and more uh, uh, people to switch to the new regime. The last year, the standard deduction was being allowed in the new regime. Uh, this year also, uh, we can hope that some more uh, relaxations or uh, deductions are allowed in the new regime. I can think of two major things, right. and which are justifiable also. One is pertaining to your deduction in respect of house rent allowance (HRA) under Section 10, Section 13A, hmm. and the other one is pertaining to your uh, interest on home loan taken for self-occupied property. Right, Shipra, I am saying so uh, because these two deductions are pertaining to a basic necessity of housing. So having a roof on one side is a basic necessity, hmm. and in respect of these two deductions, it is not the case that. Uh, the taxpayer is required to make a conscious decision of making any tax-free investments. Right. It is uh, these deductions are out of the basic uh, uh, amenities which are required for basic survival. That is housing. That expenditures, so to say, expenditures. Yeah, the expenditure, the expenditure, and the uh, correspondingly the deductions which are available in the new regime in respect of HRA. So right. I think that if the government really wants to uh, make this new regime popular and appealing, more appealing. Then obviously, this these two deductions, as of now currently, are acting as a major deterrent. Because I have, in my personal tax practice, I have come across many such cases where just on account of these two deductions, that is HRA and interest on home loan, yeah, the people are not uh, switching to the new regime. Right. Yes, I totally agree with you. And yes. you know, those who continue be continue to be in the old regime, a long-standing demand has been that the ATC deduction be increased because you know it has completely fallen out of sync with inflation. Like for instance, for a high earner who's in the thirty percent tax bracket, especially for a salaried individual, the mandatory PF contribution alone might max out the one point five lakh you know limit. So, do you think that these uh, long-standing demands like increasing the standard deduction increasing the atc limit do you think that these should also happen definitely these should happen because and this is a long standing demand that obviously keeping in view the inflation cost inflation index uh, this 1.5 lakhs uh, limit is obsolete in the current uh, cost of living standards so obviously these uh, but having said it this will uh, increasing the limit of 1.5 lakhs in the old regime will somehow uh, contradict the government's incentivizing stand of the new regime. So I don't think that they will be very keen on doing this, but because uh, this the increase in limit will uh, again encourage the people to stick to the old regime, and the government doesn't want the people to stick to the old regime. But nonetheless, if till the time this old regime uh, is there in the income tax act, the limit of 1.5 lakhs is no doubt uh, very obsolete and outdated, and needs to be increased. And similar to this uh, increase in the overall 1.5 uh, limit is one more thing that I can think of right now is that uh, there are two, like the uh, house rent and the interest on home loan deduction, there are uh, two more allowances that is the children education allowance and postal expenditure allowance. Yeah. In which are currently available in the old regime only and not the new regime. So like the housing, these the child education is also a basic necessity. And the, the current limits, uh, that is rupees 100 per child for maximum of two child and in the case of hostel expenditure for 300 per child for two child, 
that is 2400 and 7200 per annum respectively are very very obsolete and uh, i still remember that in my during my ca exam days uh, these limits were the same okay so uh, there is a very urgent and important uh, justification that at least these uh, allowance exemption limits should be increased to a reasonable level keeping in view the current inflation index and as far as the standard deduction limit is uh, concerned i don't think that the government will do it because in the last year's budget the standard deduction of 50000 has been allowed in the new regime also hmm. so obviously the the tax rates since the tax rates are comparatively lower than the old regime therefore the government has to balance out so they cannot be the best of both the worlds that is the reduced tax rates with the deductions also so i don't think that the government will be very keen on increasing that standard deduction limit Right, so, but unbiasedly, uh, if having the the limit of fifty thousand in the current scenario, uh, keeping in view the inflation and the cost of living standards, is oh. quite low, and it should be increased. Yes, I totally agree. And uh, you know, even though this this has long been a debate that for Indians, tax saving has always been a nudge to save more. But you know, introducing again, in introducing something like an ELSS or something in the new tax regime defeats the whole purpose of, uh, you know, giving an alternative tax regime that simplifies tax filing for people. Uh, but do you think that it could, in the long run, affect uh, people's ability to save or invest more? And second, do you really see the new tax regime picking up in a big way if you know people have an alternative to claim? tax on some of their investments which is not present in the case of new regime yeah shipra first one is a very tricky one because it is a policy decision of the government and the government officials have answered this question in a way that now they are giving the option to the taxpayer themselves in the old regime what is happening is that the taxpayer is somehow directed to invest to make investments in the tax saving uh, because the tax Uh, saving and the reduction in taxes is the motivating factor but now now the government is saying that they are giving you the low rates you invest not just because of your tax concessional relief but out of your overall investment profile so they are they are in a way getting the people to make the decisions for themselves and not just guided solely by the tax saving factors that's but, right but at the same time it is also very right that we kind of have a habit that when we are directed to do some, something then we obviously do it in a much much more effective and easy manner and uh, uh, definitely if there is no not going to be any tax saving motivational factor then the investment habits of the younger generations are going to be affected right. and uh, probably in case of just making the uh, savings and investing those for long term future uh, objectives uh, the expenditure habits in some non productive areas may also get uh, increased right so this is a subjective thing and uh, it cannot be commented upon at uh, with a particular with a concrete uh, justification right. for both the sides okay so like we discussed ma'am that uh, the new regime hasn't picked up in a big way since its introduction 4 years back So, according to you, what can the government do in the upcoming budget to make it attractive for taxpayers? Yes, Shipra, you have rightly pointed out. But as uh, I have read somewhere that 30 to 40 percent increase is there just because of one announcement or uh, two announcements, I should say. That is, one is pertaining to the allowability of standard deduction in the new regime, and the other is the increasing the tax rebate limit up to seven lakhs. So, these two things have definitely contributed uh, a switch in the new regime. 
but still if the government wants to make it more appealing then as i've already discussed that uh, the two deductions especially hra and interest on home loan the liability of these two deductions will go a long way in uh, natural shifting towards the new regime and apart from this one another uh, circumstantial thing that sentimental thing i should say that we all have witnessed the uh, the anpratishtha ceremony and currently the deduction uh, being allowed in atg towards the uh, shri ram janmabhoomi tirth kshetra is allowed only in the old regime and it is not allowed in the new regime so as a special gesture the government may consider allowing the contribution towards the shri ram janmabhoomi tirth kshetra in the new regime also so these are the small things which can be done and which are justifiable also right 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 okay and uh, uh, apart from the new regime and old regime debate uh, there is one more thing which is doing the rounds that if yeah. not in on february 1 that uh, in the full fledged budget we can think of that currently uh, in uh, we have read that the uh, pension regulatory body regulatory body in india yeah, is fdi ha uh, huh, uh, that regulatory body is Uh, has represented uh, has made representation to the uh, finance ministry to treat it at par with the employees provident fund organization and oh, as yeah. such yeah and as such uh, currently the epfo contribution towards employer uh, the pf contribution towards uh, employer uh, in um, the employer uh, contribution towards pf is exempt in the income tax act up till 12% of basic salary and dns allowance Yeah. whereas the similar uh, contribution employer contribution towards nps is exempted only to the extent of 10% so this disparity of 2% they are fitting uh, in for the equal treatment and we can hope that in the if not in the on february 1 that in the in july budget if the same government again comes into picture then right. uh, the the exemption limit of 10% in the nps under atccd may get increased to 12% of the uh, basic salary right and right. similar uh, similarly the uh, currently the withdrawal portion also the withdrawal portion of epf is completely exempt yeah uh, subject to the fulfillment of the conditions as are there in section 10th section 11 and 12 but in ca- in case of nps funds the if uh, the withdrawal exemption uh, limit is only 60% of the corpus fund and the 40% remaining 40% has to be kept as an annuity and uh, therefore it is uh, taxable after uh, even that and then also it is taxable so uh, the uh, regulatory uh, pension regulatory body has also uh, paid for the same treatment of exemption towards the entire withdrawal of the corpus uh, fund also just like your pf fund yes. so this is also very uh, important uh, consideration which is in the minds of the budget makers and yes. we can see yes. some development in this aspect definitely in this uh, if not on february 1 then in july 2024 yeah in fact uh, a lot of you know experts not just tax expert but even otherwise have been uh, you know demanding that to be able to get more citizens to choose the right ret- uh, retirement option a tax nudge is always useful and similar to ppf uh, a more powerful tax nudge is needed for npa so one way is that you know you uh, contribution under section 80 ccd1 tax should be included in the new tax regime as well as it will provide individuals and self employed individuals especially you do not have epf 
a structured product to save for retirement yeah very true very true that should be considered that should be considered. okay so that brings us to the end of today's episode thanks a lot mayank for joining us today and uh, so now you know all our eyes and ears are on the budget upcoming budget which is due in 4 days and we hope that uh, you know the the finance ministry hears us out and <laughs> uh, introduces some tax stops for the you know salaried middle class yeah shipra uh, very true and uh, i am very confident that mint is the very right platform to reach the uh, right ears and right uh, eyes so and uh, just conclude by saying that uh, the honorable fm has served the delicious halwa halwa in the uh, traditional ceremonial halwa ceremony yeah. and we can pin our hopes that the upcoming budget 2024 also turns out to be as sweet and delicious and with all the essential ingredients of a tasty halwa for a robust and stable tax regime so with that yeah and thanks a lot shipra uh, thanks a lot for giving me this opportunity once again really yeah, grateful Thanks. Bye. That brings us to the end of today's episode. If you would like to know more about this topic or make a suggestion of a personal finance topic that you would like us to cover, I can be reached at Twitter under the username of Shipra Singh Sorot and on LinkedIn at Shipra Singh. Thank you for tuning in. See you in the next episode. Stay updated on this podcast. Follow us at HD Smartcast on all the major social media platforms. To listen to more such podcasts, log on to www.hdsmartcast.com. Hold up. 